Hi, this is Steve Springer. You're listening to Worshiping God God's Way. In this podcast, I'm going to talk about Ezekiel 44. The reason why is because Ezekiel 44, verse 15, is very specific. It talks about the Levitical priesthood. And we need to understand a little bit, as much as we can, about this verse so we can apply it to ourselves in Jesus. This is what this verse says. But the Levitical priests who are descendants of Zadok and who guarded my sanctuary when the Israelites went astray from me, those people are to come near to me and minister before me. They are the ones to stand before me and to offer sacrifices of fat and blood, declares the sovereign Lord. They alone are to enter my sanctuary. They alone are to come near to my table to minister before me and serve me. So in this scripture, basically it's saying the descendants of Zadok, you are going to find that history in the tabernacle of David, when David is bringing the Ark of the Covenant into Jerusalem, when he wants to establish this place for the Lord, David receives a prophetic word from Nathan and Gad. And you can look this up, but it talks about what God wants, how he wants things set up. He wants musicians and players and singers. It goes all takes place. And these people become the descendants of Zadok. Zadok actually means righteousness. So it's not just talking about musicians, even though the Levitical priesthood was that. It's talking about all people who are in the righteousness of Jesus. In this verse, it mentions briefly, we could go into more of it, but it talks about the Israelites who went astray from me. He talks about people that are in the the family of God who decided, who chose to go do something else. They were in disagreement. They wouldn't follow the Lord. They just said, I know we're Israelites, but we're not, we're out of here. We're not going to do this. And they went astray. You could spend probably several podcasts talking about Israelites or Christians believers who go astray and decide not to be part of the group who comes to minister to the Lord. Some people generally just have a hard time with coming before God and waiting in his presence. They would rather be doing something else. Um, Almost the Mary and Martha idea except Martha and Mary were sometimes together waiting on Jesus. So we don't want to overemphasize that relationship necessarily, but people do in certain situations that I've experienced at certain churches, there are groups of people who shy away from coming and ministering and waiting on the Lord. They would rather be in the parking lot, being a parking attendant, or some of them would be in the kitchen making food or doing the church library. And some of them are just in sound engineers that are sitting up on the on this massive booth running screens and computers and sound. And they do a wonderful job at those things. They have to be talented to make all of that work. And you do need parking lot attendants if the churches are too big. And you do need people preparing food and feeding people. But that doesn't excuse them from coming and ministering to the Lord. God never says, hey, if you're making bread, you don't have to come into my presence. 
So there is a moment where these decisions have to be made. But God says he wants people to come before him and offer to him the sacrifices of blood and of fat. He's talking about at that time in history that the priest would come and they would take care of the offerings. They would help people with offerings. They would slaughter the offerings and put it on the altar. And they would do all that stuff. And it's very descriptive. It takes a lot of effort and energy, but it also is a representation of who Jesus is. Jesus offers the fat and the blood for us. That's who, what he did. So when we come to the altar, we come together and we stand before an invisible God and an, an invisible altar. We're standing there before him. And what we're doing is we're honoring and offering all that Jesus offered to us. If we don't offer to the Lord the blood of Jesus, the fat, if we don't say, thank you, Jesus, for what you've done, what we're doing is we're taking away from his lordship. It doesn't change his position in heaven. It's just with us, in us, we're really saying it's not that important to stand here. But it is important to stand there. It's honoring and ministering to Jesus like Mary did at the feet of Jesus. So when God says in Ezekiel 44, hey, there were people that wouldn't come in, but there were these who did come in. He said, I want you alone. I want you to come in together, the faithful ones, and I want you to come near to my table, not far away. I don't want you to stand in the back and watch everybody else do this. I want you to draw near to me in your heart, in your mind, where you are. It's not really a physical location. You don't have to walk to the front of the church where all the steps go up to the platform. That's not what I'm talking about. That is not an altar. Those are steps in a platform. That's what they are. But in your heart and in your mind, you're before the altar of the Lord. And he wants you to be there. And that's what we're saying about the gathering of saints. Because when the gathering of saints occurs... When they gather together, they come into this place as a group of priests, into the sanctuary. And what they offer there is praise and thanksgiving because of Jesus. That's what they're doing. If you want to sum everything up, what I'm saying to you is that when you gather together, because you're called the ecclesia, you're called the church, you're called this group of descendants of Zadok, you are descendants of the Levitical priesthood, and that's what you're gathering as. We just haven't thought about what that means when we come to a church service. We look at it like the first century church, like what Paul was discussing and explaining, and even describing what this infant church was doing. Paul didn't go fully into the priesthood, even though he was a Pharisee, he was from the tribe of Benjamin, he could tell you everything about the priesthood. He still walks softly and carefully with these people, and he's trying to encourage them, and he's seeing what God is doing, but he can tell that God is building the temple. I want us to grasp this because if you're a Levitical priest, if you're the sons of Zadok, if you're part of that group, which you are in Jesus, you are the people, you're the one that God is calling into this place. 
And he doesn't want you to misunderstand it. He doesn't want you to think, oh, I'm worshiping God when I'm walking down the street, or I'm worshiping God when I'm driving my car, or I can just think about this. I don't really have to do anything. You know, he doesn't want you to think like that. He wants you to perceive what the ministry really is in Jesus. And just like Joshua, when the Lord came to him and the angel came to him, they told him what he was going to be doing. There is a specific calling for you in that place. And when all of that sits tightly together and we're before the Lord, he pours himself into that moment and he begins to manifest and bring his presence to the people that are there. And in the next podcast, we're going to talk about what takes place at the table of the Lord. What does God do? How does he respond to the priesthood that are standing, ministering to him, worshiping him God's way? All the day long.